This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for June 29th. First, many states with strong legal protections for abortion, like California or Illinois, are preparing for a surge in patients whose home states have or are planning to ban abortion. About half of states are expected to restrict or prohibit abortions in the wake of the Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe v. Wade. This will likely fuel demand for appointments in states where abortions are still legal. Illinois is one of these states. Every state bordering Illinois has either banned abortions or restricts them to six weeks into a pregnancy. Planned Parenthood estimates that up to 30,000 people could travel to Illinois for abortions in the next year. Medical clinics and volunteer networks in California are also preparing for an increase of -of out-of-state patients. California now serves as the closest abortion provider for 1.4 million people. This represents a nearly 3,000% increase in potential demand for the state's services. California lawmakers are working to create a state fund to cover travel, lodging, and childcare costs for women coming to the state for an abortion. Second, HHS vows to enforce exceptions to abortion bans. The agency has plans and assurances for how it will both support patients seeking and providers providing abortions in states where it is now banned. HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra announces that the agency will work to increase access to medical abortion, especially ensuring that providers are complying with the federally agreed exceptions in the case of rape, incest, or life-threatening illness. Mr. Becerra also said that the Office of Civil Rights would work to ensure patient privacy and non-discrimination, as well as urge CMS to protect family and contraceptive education and access. In some cases, abortions are, quote, appropriate to stabilize patients, unquote. In these instances, Mr. Becerra says he is examining which laws to protect physicians, as well as ensuring that physicians have appropriate training in caring for patients, who need abortions. One of these laws is the Emergency Medical Treatment Act. Third, the U.S. will deploy almost 300,000 doses of a monkeypox vaccine over the coming weeks. The U.S. is also expanding eligibility for vaccination. The vaccine will be from manufacturer Genios, which is the preferred vaccine. 56,000 of those doses will be available immediately. By the end of the year, HHS expects to allocate 1.6 million doses. The agency said allocation will depend on a tiered distribution strategy to prioritize jurisdictions with the highest monkeypox case rates. Under this new vaccination strategy, it will be available to anyone with confirmed or presumed monkeypox exposure. Previously, it was recommended for those only with confirmed exposure. As of yesterday, there have been 306 confirmed cases across 27 states and Washington, D.C. California has the highest number of cases in the nation with 66 confirmed infections. Fourth, Omicron sister variants are now the dominant strains. Omicron subvariants BA.4 and BA.5 collectively account for over 50% of U.S. COVID-19 cases. The variants are better at escaping antibody responses from both vaccination and prior infection compared to previous strains. Cases are expected to rise through early July. Yesterday, FDA advisors recommended updating COVID-19 vaccines to target Omicron strains ahead of a fall booster campaign. The panel did not vote on which Omicron subvariant the updated shots should target. 
If federal regulators choose to modify vaccines to target the subvariants, it's unclear whether Moderna or Pfizer will have enough time to study and manufacture doses in time for a fall booster campaign. Fifth, a Michigan hospital preps to lay off almost 200 workers as closure looms. Sturgis Hospital in Sturgis, Michigan is planning to close by the end of July if it is unable to quickly secure new funding or find a buyer. In a notice filed with the state, the rural hospital said it will begin laying off employees around July 9th as it begins scaling back services. The hospital may close around July 23rd. Sturgis Hospital is seeking capital and exploring business combinations with healthcare companies and investment groups to avoid closure. The hospital has been seeking a buyer since 2018. Sturgis Hospital COO and CFO Bobby Morin said there's a chance the hospital could avoid shutting down if the state budget provides the hospital with bridge funding until other financing is secured. The state budget will be finalized by Friday. Thank you for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday afternoon? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.